Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs so that you can up-level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. Thank you for pushing play on another episode today. Thank you to everybody who listens to all of the episodes and welcome to the new subscribers. So quick update on little Gabe. He's doing really well. (laughs) He has actually also got a spa day coming up on Saturday, which is nice. He's going to go and have a lovely deep clean shampoo and a hair treatment and a little bit of a clip and all of that sort of good stuff. I mean, I don't really think he likes it, but I like to think he's having a treat with a spa day. So I talked to him in a very, you know, uplifted voice and I try to get him excited about it but who knows Uh, the other things that have been happening this week we had the very first meeting of the ACCA which was really 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 I want to say good but it was super informative and I'm so excited to see and be part of the direction of the ACCA over the next 12 months so I will keep you posted on all of that in case you know you're interested in joining or learning more as I said it's just another option to the ACA and PACFA for Australian counsellors. But today what I wanted to do was talk with you about the idea of expansion and about how you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in your private practice. And I'll tell you why I want to talk about this. I'll tell you, tell you, tell you. Get this. Okay. I asked uh, people in my groups recently, you know, what's a what's the one big thing that you're all struggling with? And people contacted me by you know, messenger and by email and in groups and answered polls and did all of that sort of stuff. And overwhelmingly, the response was finding referrals. So cool. That happens to be my wheelhouse, as you know. So I thought, how can I help everybody with this? And so I thought, well, I already do free trainings and I already uh, have given everybody free PDFs and audios and stuff like this. And yes, they work, but there's still a bunch of people who are still struggling. So I thought I need to offer them something that goes a little bit deeper. And so what I did was I put together a program, okay? And I'm so excited about this program, obviously, (laughs) because it's the first time I've done something like this. It's all about how to find the referrals, but it's all about the behind the scenes stuff that you've got to do. And I think that's where a lot of them fall over. You know, I mentioned to you before that, you know, one of my biggest concerns when I first meet with clients or potential clients is that they tell me, oh, I've got my logo and my domain name now, you know, and I'm in my rental property, but I don't have any clients. People get it backwards because, as we said before, people get a bit excited and a bit gung-ho and they forget about all this other stuff. 
and then they will access, you know, they'll join in the trainings in the groups and they'll download the PDFs and all of that. And they've got that. And as I said, some do really, really well with that information uh, and others need something more. They need a little bit more support with their implementation or they need a little bit more support in how does this apply to me in my situation, in my business, in my practice, because mine's a little bit different to everybody else's or whatever it is. So I was so excited and I put together this program and it's an eight-week program that teaches them all of that and it includes time for implementation and it includes group coaching calls. And so I was so, so, so excited and uh, I asked them just a couple of days ago in the ACPPO, not in the big group yet, because I wanted to give members of the ACPPO the opportunity to jump in first because I can only take 10 people for my beta version. So I thought I would honour them by inviting them first and then if there are any spaces left over, I'll take it to the big group of counsellors. Anywho, what ended up happening was I put it out there and um, you know I let them know that I had it and would they like some information. And so many people <laughs> asked for information, which was amazing. Uh, not surprising because I knew that I'd created something they wanted, but it felt good for me to see, uh, yes, I was on the money in terms of being able to hear what they were asking for and, and give them that. Next thing you know, people go and have a look at it and they start coming back with, oh, I have to pay for it. See what I mean? This is what I was talking about. This is a thing with counsellors that we just don't see in other professions. It's this mentality of everything should be or must be free. But uh, yeah, I was I was going to say bombarded. That's not the word. My inbox blew up with people saying, hang on, what do you mean I've got to pay for this? Um, why should I pay for this? Uh, you know, I will just keep using your free stuff. And then people who are saying that they're, they're wanting to just keep using the free stuff are back in the group asking, how do I get referrals? Um, and then other people were saying, you know, I think I'm going to wait. I will just wait. And uh, it's interesting to see all of this from a few different perspectives. Plus, there are other people who are saying, I can't afford it right now. Fair enough. If you can't afford it, that's absolutely understandable. There's, I give you all high quality free stuff in our groups. So you can absolutely go and binge on that and it will work for you if you apply it. Um, the other thing that I've done to support everybody who couldn't afford to pay for getting support is I've gone into that group and I've created guides and I've started moving all of the video trainings into one spot so that if you're so inclined one weekend, you can sit down and you can watch the videos or you can listen to the videos and you can make yourself some action steps and, and go ahead and implement them. So they're all nice and easy to be found. And then while I was doing that, I thought, hey, while I'm here, I might as well just organize all of the information in the group so that's what I've done as well so anyway there was a lot of activity in the group yesterday um, but that's sorted out now so that feels really really good for me I'm sure it's going to be very helpful and good for people who aren't in a position yet to get the help that they really want or need for this um, you know finding referrals I guess for me, a couple of things came up. First of all, just to, because you don't know what <laughs> what's involved with this. So let me just explain. So this program's normally 2997. 
as it's a beta launch, okay, so I've had a few of my colleagues go through it. They absolutely loved it. And they've been kind enough to give me a few testimonials to get the ball rolling. But it's the first time that's open now for like public, you know, for, for public consumption. So in order for me to build my social proof and get my testimonials and get my feedback on how this program could be even more helpful from a user perspective or a consumer perspective, of course, the program has been heavily discounted. In fact, it's not 2997, it's 997. Now you look at 997, you think, oh, okay, well, it's less than $1,000, but that can feel like a big chunk of money. So the other thing that I did to help everybody out was I offered a bunch of different payment plans. My lowest one, so it's anything from paying full, which a few people have done. I just said, yep, um, paid it, done, can't wait to start. Other people have gone for a couple of different payment options. My lowest payment option is uh, 167 a month until it's paid off, right? So I don't remember off the top of my head how many months that is. I think it's six months or something. So even if people, this is my business head coming on now, okay? This isn't my therapy head. I'm not going to be nice for a minute. I want to be crystal clear uh, because I wouldn't be a good coach if I'm not 100% honest with you. Here's the thing. If you have a private practice, if you have your logo, if you have the rent space, if you have a diary that's empty, if you are scrounging for referrals, if you are staying up at night stressed because, you know, why did I quit my job when I didn't have any clients? If all of that is going on for you and you know that the solution to your problem is going to be getting clients, is there a way that you could afford $40 a week to have this problem solved for you or not? And here's what I think, just my five cents here. I think two things. Number one, if you're not enrolling and this is a is an actual problem for you and you've identified it as a problem, then two things are going on. Either number one, you don't trust me to help you get those results for $40 a week or you don't trust yourself to get those results with, you know, the program or with me or with the implementation or with the group coaching or whatever it is, you don't trust yourself or it's mindset, you know, uh, if I spend this $40 on the business, is it $40 that I'm taking away from the family or do you know what I mean? Or from something else. Here's what I, here's the other thing that I think, and this is the, the honest truth here. Um, if you can't afford $40 for your business, you should not be in business. I'll say it again. If you can't afford $40 to solve a problem in your business, you should not be in business. Because all that's going to happen is you are going to keep putting walls up and keep putting obstacles up that are going to impact your ability to not only help yourself, but will get in the way of you being able to sit with others and help them. Okay, if you do not feel like on some level you are worth 
a $40 a week investment to, you know, learn how to attract clients, then how on earth are you going to attract clients yourself? If you don't see yourself as worth it, will your clients see you as worth it? No, it's a mirroring effect. And mirroring, well, in manifesting, we use the Uh, we lean into the law of attraction, which is the law of vibration. If you're vibing at a frequency of I'm not worth it, you will repel clients who want to work with you because who wants to work with someone who doesn't value themselves? And you will start attracting experiences that reinforce the idea that you're not worth it. And by that, I don't necessarily mean clients. Sure, you might have clients ring up and you and make inquiries and then when you tell them how much it's going to cost and you tell them it's $80 and you won't pay $40 to learn how to get your referrals, for example, uh, of course the clients are not going to book in with you. This is how it works. It's mirroring. And mirroring is actually also a neurological phenomenon that is based in science it's an evidence-based thing it's a real thing kind of just like how a a really super fun example of this is if you and I were sitting together and I yawned you would probably yawn if you and I were sitting together and you know you crossed your legs maybe shortly after you do that I'm just going to cross mine and it's not even going to be a conscious thing I'm just going to do it you know mirroring happens mirroring is very similar in the way it works to that law of vibration to that law of attraction so I would put my own money on it that if you're getting people who are making inquiries and then you're telling them how much it costs and they're ghosting you This is because you are not showing up as your ideal client, okay? If you're not going to invest in you, clients won't invest in you either, okay? Or invest in themselves. You're going to be attracting people that match you on that level. So I think one of the things that I had to learn myself was I had to get so comfortable with being uncomfortable when it came to investing in me and investing in my business and this took me the longest time and I had hiccups and sometimes I still do have hiccups but the more I've done it the easier it's become but I can certainly share with you that first time that I ever invested in myself because I never even knew that this was a thing right I had always just been working in that bulk billing clinic uh, never worrying about anything Honestly, I never worried about anything. And then when I left, I was like where some of you are now. I left and I didn't have a single client in the diary and I had no idea what to do. I had done what some of you have done. I had gone and got the logo and the domain name and, you know, started to build myself a website, but I still had no clients and no idea of what to do. And I was jumping in the Facebook groups. And I was trying to find out how are people finding these referrals? What are they doing? And that's when I heard about going and having meet and greets with doctors. You know, now I was a psychologist at the time. I've got my own views on counsellors doing those meet and greets. And that's a topic for another episode. But when you're a psychologist and you work in the Medicare model, this is kind of what you do. Uh, for many people, it's the norm, but it was not my norm. <laughs> in fact, I've never done one in my life. I never needed to. 
Uh, and you heard in previous podcast episodes what that was like for me. It was a oh, nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Uh, anyway, I kept doing it, right? Because everybody said, just keep doing it. So that's what I did. And it never, ever, ever, ever worked for me for the longest time. And then what happened was I went on this massive learning curve. Okay. I realized I knew near on nothing about how to run a business. And I was also a solo practitioner in private practice. So I I thought that I was just going to be doing therapy. No, it turns out you've got to market the business. You've got to track your numbers. You've got to have key performance indicators. You've got to have all these things I never heard of. And I, I just had no clue. Anyway, in one of these groups, somebody said, oh, I'm going to have a retreat and this is what we're going to do. And it's the first time I'm running it. And, you know, you're invited to come and all of this sort of stuff. And I clicked on that link because I was at a point where I knew I needed help and I knew that if I didn't get help soon, I was going to perhaps have to close the business and, you know, heaven forbid, go and get the job at Bunnings. No offence to Bunnings, but you know what I mean. I was going to have to go and get a real job, a real nine to five job with pay and superannuation and not worry about my tax being taken care of and all that sort of fun stuff. Anyway, I clicked on the link and I thought, yeah, okay, I'm going to go. And then I clicked on the, you know, enroll now button or buy now, whatever it was at the time. This was years ago. And uh, I remember it was $2,000, was $1,997. And I sort of freaked out and I thought, oh, I don't have $1,997. <laughs> and then I saw that there were payment plans and I thought, oh, what am I going to do here? And do you know what? I just decided on on the spot that I was going to do it. I just, something in me just said, bite the bullet. You will get your money back. You need to know this stuff. This person knows what they're doing and you're going to be able to come away from there knowing the essentials, knowing what you need to know to get this practice going. So I just kind of made the decision and I was so, 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 you know, bleep out the word here, scared. can imagine what I was thinking. And I was nervous and I just thought, no, 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 I'm going to do it and I'll just find the money. And I didn't have the money on my uh, credit card, but I had the money in my PayPal account. And I thought, you know what, if there's a PayPal option, I'm going to pay by PayPal. And guess what? There was a PayPal option. <laughs> and I just said, I'm going to do it. And I remember just making that decision. And then I pressed pay now. I entered my details and I paid in full. And then straight away, well, pretty much straight away, I got a welcome email with all the information. And do you know what? It was like ripping off a Band-Aid. Honestly, once I had pulled a trigger and I I had just done it, it was over. It was really over, just like ripping off a band-aid, just like having an injection. It was over. And I found myself in this state of, I don't know, like, I don't know if this has happened to you. For those of you who've worked with me before and <laughs> paid in full, I don't know, did you feel that sense of exhilaration and you're like, yes, I'm doing it and oh, um, I'm taking the leap and I'm supporting myself and I'm leaning into this and oh, this is just what I need and I just know I've made the right decision. And you, you suddenly get this 
for me anyway, <laughs> it's like a rush of, of exhilaration and, and happiness. And oh, I was just dancing around the room. And then a few other things happened. I needed to pay for flights and um, I hadn't I hadn't budgeted on that. And uh, but that do you know what? That was fine as well. Anyway, so I go along to this retreat and I had no expectation. I had no expectation. There were five of us there. It turned out that the other four people were way ahead of where I was in business. So, you know, there was a moment where I felt out of my depth. However, I'm also very competitive. So it was perhaps the best thing to happen for me because it required me to level up, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, um, when the tide comes in, all boats rise kind of thing. (laughs) I was that boat that really needed to rise very quickly. Uh, And anyway came away from that experience with so much stuff to implement. So there was implementation there, but it's kind of different to being back in your own practice and implementing stuff. Anyway, implemented everything and uh, yeah, within a matter of maybe three or four weeks, the business had had this huge um, shift like suddenly, like I went from not having any structures, like I did not have any policies. I had forms and things like that. Like I had consent forms and confidentiality forms, da, 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 da. But I didn't have any real structure. I didn't, I didn't have different sections of the business that were clearly mapped out. I didn't have um, a, a marketing plan even. I didn't have a marketing strategy. I didn't understand anything about finances. I wasn't paying myself. I certainly wasn't paying superannuation. Any money that was coming in later on when money started coming in for a while, I just saw it as my money and didn't put anything away. But having invested in that event helped me so, 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 so much. And I think it was because I saw the value in that and I absolutely got the return on my investment. I think now the same retreat's still going, but it's like $10,000 or something. I was very, 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 very lucky to be a beta tester for that um, and get it for that price. Like I, I can't tell you. And, and now people, you know, they've still got people going to this um, event and they pay $10,000. It's incredible. Anyway, so what was I going to say? What What happened for me as a result of that? was the next time. So then I became more open to the idea of, well, this is what business owners do. They do stuff like this. They go on retreats. They do more PD. They do more courses. They learn about all of these things. They outsource stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So that made me more open then to the idea of creating a budget in my money for the purpose of investing in stuff like that. Because honestly, I got so much out of it and it was absolutely the game changer I needed for my business at that point in time. And I never, ever looked back and I was nothing but thankful and grateful. It's not what I do now and it's not where I am now, but it certainly was exactly what I needed at the time. And it gave me the confidence to take the next step with my business. Now, From there, what happened, as I started to mention a moment ago, was I became more aware that this is commonplace. This is the practice. This is what people do. This is what professionals do. They invest in their business. Um, 
So I was getting more okay with that. And then as a result of that, I started tuning in to what other colleagues were investing in and doing. And um, I saw people were investing in mentorship and coaching different types of supervision with different supervisors and stuff like that. And so I started to get really interested in that. I had no idea what the difference was between mentoring and coaching, um, but I was curious. And so I started to be open. And from there, as you know, I've just been investing in the business and myself ever since. And every time I do, uh, I I always have that moment of that pang of, oh my gosh, can I afford this? Even now, I still think, oh my gosh, can I afford this? I think it's just my default thinking from my background, you know, um, growing up counting the pennies and all of that sort of stuff. And I'm getting better with it. But I absolutely understand what it's like to have that moment where you think, oh, yikes, (laughs) can I afford it? I mean, at the moment, my coach is $50,000, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, There's no way I would have dreamed of doing that. And I'm certainly not saying any of you should be doing that, Um, but uh, unless you can afford it, of course. But I'm just saying, when you realize the the gains and the benefits and and all of that sort of stuff then you become more confident and open to the idea so I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and say that people who are coming back and saying I can't afford $40 a week to spend on my business I would say this is not about the money for many of you for some of you absolutely and I get that and go and enjoy all the free stuff there's the podcast there's YouTube there's the video trainings there's all of the files in the file section of our group go and use all of those and you will get results if you implement But for everybody else who can honestly afford a coffee a day to spend on your practice and for some reason you're having that default thinking of, yikes, I can't do it, I don't think this is about the price at all. For me, the price is just a detail as I see it. The price is just a detail. I think what may be going on for some of you is exactly what happened for me. I think it's more about the mindset. It's about, am I worth it? Can I trust myself? Can I trust myself to invest in this and get something out of it? Can I trust myself to complete this? Can I trust myself to implement everything and and get results? And here's what I want to say, because I understand if if that's what your true experience is. Here's what I want to say. I want to say this program has been designed to be steady paced so you are not overwhelmed it's only going to take you an hour a week with a group of other students to come into a zoom coaching call it's going to take you maybe an hour a week to implement right nothing's going to change for you on a coaching call you have coaching calls are talking You need to take action, which is the doing side, which is the implementation side. So what I would absolutely suggest is if you do come along so that you get your money's worth and you get the results and you get the value, I would absolutely suggest you come along to the coaching call. As I said, goes for one hour. We can go for a bit longer if you need to and then block off an hour after that for implementation. Okay, just block off an hour after that for implementation. Make sure you get it done uh, while it's all fresh in your mind. 
And then you can finish that afternoon or that day or that week feeling like you've accomplished something, you've done something, change is happening, you can see your progress, okay? That is my advice to you. The reason that the content is, we call it dripped, is dripped um, each week over the eight weeks is to stop some of you from jumping in and doing it out of order or feeling overwhelmed by all the things and thinking, oh, I can't do this, and then just throwing your hands up in the air and giving up. This gets to be easy. It, it's I've made it as easy as I possibly can. It gets to be aligned with the things that are important to you, not the things that are important to me or the other students, but the things that are important to you. Gets to feel really aligned, gets to feel really comfortable, gets to feel really easy, it gets to feel light, it does get to feel super enjoyable and you're going to feel so much more confident week after week after week after week after week. For eight weeks, you're going to be seeing results things will be changing when you do the implementation, okay? Things will be changing. And as those things are changing, you are changing. Your frequency changes and shifts from someone that may be thinking, you know, how can I charge this when ABC or am I good enough for XYZ or as you up level, your vibe up levels and you start to call in more clients, okay? Now, when we went through it with the three ladies recently, they were amazing. And I can't remember, I think it was one of them was fully booked by the time we'd finished the eight-week program. Another one was well on her way. So it's possible. I mean, imagine, imagine, think about where your practice is now. And think about what if from eight weeks from now, you had everything set up the right way to start receiving clients, not chase them down on social media, not you hating posting, hating doing live videos, not you being on 7 million different platforms, killing yourself with that every day. No, that's chasing clients and that's a chasing energy and what happens it's like when you know a, a puppies chase stuff don't they and what happens to the thing that they're chasing that thing that they're chasing runs away that's what's happening with your clients if you don't know how to market properly you're chasing them away um, if you want to call the puppy back to you, you know, there are ways that you do that. You train the puppy, you um, give the puppy a smile, you give the puppy a reward, you make it, um, you welcome the puppy to you with open arms when you call its name. So this is what you're going to learn how to do so that you can be receiving with open arms by calling the name of your soul aligned client to your practice so that there's no more energy expenditure on chasing and imagine what it's going to feel like for you to be receiving inquiries from clients you actually want to work with from um you know 
going from, uh, what's the other thing I want to say? You know what I mean? When you take clients who aren't your ideal client or they're not your soulmate client, but you take them because of scarcity mindset, you think, oh, if I don't take them, I might not get another referral for a while and I need the money or I've got to pay the rent or I've got to pay myself or, you know, at least it's another name in the diary sort of thing. You know how Sometimes when we're starting out, and even for those of us who've been in practice for a long time, scarcity mindset can affect everybody. And I'm sure we've all had experiences where we've taken on clients that weren't right for us, and it's caused us headaches in the end. Either those clients have been demanding, they've been emailing you every five minutes, they've been leaving messages with admin or reception or on your phone, you know, multiple times a day, getting cranky with you because you haven't called them back six times, all of that sort of stuff. Um they're not your ideal clients, perhaps. So this program is going to teach you how to call in the right clients for you so you don't have to deal with any of that. And imagine what that will be like for your private practice. I think, too, we can look at our willingness to get help as helpers. Uh, I think we're so in the space of overgiving we love to help other people but many of us you know it's like something like 80 percent or or more in the counseling profession in Australia are female and I just want to say while all people have masculine and feminine energy and we have it in those four quadrants we have either the divine feminine, the sacred or divine masculine, the wounded masculine, the wounded feminine, I would say many of us operate in that wounded feminine space of overgiving and not allowing ourselves to receive, not allowing ourselves to be supported, not allowing ourselves to be held, not allowing ourselves to have that own safe space. We're over in the wounded masculine of hating ourselves, doubting ourselves, questioning ourselves, feeling competitive by looking at other practices, Instagram accounts and seeing how they've got wait lists and all of that sort of stuff. We're in that wounded space. And in order for you to be able to receive perfect for your practice clients, we need to teach you how to shift out of that wounded space which isn't great, yet it's safe for you because you know what it feels like. And it's not great, but it's comfortable for you because you know what it feels like. We need to teach you how to be ready to try something else, to try something unfamiliar, to try something new. And when you try something different, of course, it's going to feel a little bit scary because it's different. And if you're in that space of being really aware that something needs to change and you're scared of what that is and what that's going to look like, What worked for me when I was in that space was reconnecting with why I needed help. What was the cost of me not getting help? For me back then, the cost of me not getting help was I was at risk of losing the business, to be entirely honest with you. I wasn't fulfilling my big vision or mission, which was to actually help people. (laughs) Um, I wasn't looking after myself. It was impacting my 
mental health, my physical health. I was so stressed. I was losing sleep. I, I was that girl, you know. That was the cost. And I knew where I was headed. And it wasn't a, a nice place to, to think about. But I was scared of investing in that retreat back then. What got me from where I was to where I needed to go was thinking about not only what's going to happen if I stay where I am, but also thinking about what could be different for me if I allowed myself to be supported, if I allowed myself to get help, if I allowed myself to learn, if I trusted myself to implement the things and make a change what would become possible for the business what would become possible for the clients what would become possible for um, my health and well well-being and so it was by focusing on the whys that I was able to make that decision and for me in my experience that was the starting point of ongoing investment in my business and as you know ongoing expansion and you all know my my journey I mean even just recently you know I was invited to be on the tv show with Endemol Shine I was um, nominated you know so blessed to be nominated for that Hester Impact Award I have accepted a job as president of you know one of Australia's leading organizations for counselors I mean it, it just it grows 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 but I wouldn't be where I am now had I not leaned into my why and be willing to step out of my comfort zone the other thing I know now that I didn't see then or I didn't appreciate then was that when you feel uncomfortable about doing something, that can absolutely indicate that you are in a phase of growth. Why? Because if you're feeling comfortable, it means you're playing safe. It means you're, you're staying with the familiar. If you're feeling nervous, if you're feeling discomfort, that's a sign that you are expanding. That's a sign that it's a growing pain. That's a sign that um, you're up-leveling, you're, you're breaking through that invisible ceiling that you placed upon yourself. And even now I have a ceiling and I'll break through that one and then there's going to be another ceiling and I'll break through that one. It's It never ends. Don't think for a minute that you know, I have a gazillion dollar practice and I never worry about money. No, that's not true. Of course I do. I'm human and I do worry about my investments. But what helps me now is being able to recognize what that discomfort means to me. And to me, that discomfort means I'm on the right track because I'm breaking away from what's familiar and I'm going to make something else my new familiar. Making sense? This is just my opinion. This is just how I see it. And I don't want any of you, um, you know, investing in anything, whether it's with me or, or anybody else, if you can't afford it. that's This podcast is not for you. But if you seriously can't afford a cup of coffee a day, I think you have no business being in business. Um, because there are costs associated with business. If you can afford a cup of coffee a day and you're still not getting help and you're saying it's because of the price, I think that uh, perhaps what's going on for you is some of this other 
I call it behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> I, I think it's fear and I think it's mindset. I think it's me not conveying the, the return on investment you're going to get. I think it's some of your own fear. I think maybe for some of you it's around, am I worth it? I think for some of you it's like, oh my gosh, this is something else I've got to pay for. And do you know what? You're right. You do. When you start a business, there are financial outlays. It doesn't cost nothing to start a business. It's more than a logo and a domain name and a website, right? When you're starting a business, there are going to be costs. You will be spending money while you're waiting to call in clients. You will be spending money. And for those of you who didn't know that, I'm so sorry that nobody ever mentioned that or explained that to you. But there are upfront costs to starting a business. Your supervision is absolutely a cost or an investment that's a non-negotiable, just like your insurance, just like your business name, just like, I don't know, whatever else. They're, they're costs of running your business, your marketing, you know, whether it's a time cost or a financial cost, they're costs of running your business. Um, and also getting education around how to run a business is a cost of doing business. And for that reason, it's a tax deductible, yes. But for that reason, you should always have a line in your budget for courses or training or coaching or mentoring or whatever it is. There should always be a percentage of whatever's coming into the business going into that line budget for you so that you feel like, you have choice over what you want to invest in or not. The money is taken out of the equation because it's sitting there. Does that make sense? One of the things that I did was I used the Barefoot Investor it's by Scott Pape, P-A-P-E. I used the Barefoot Investor approach and I added a bank account there and my other little bank account with its own little card was for PD. And that PD for me meant my coaching, um, my supervision courses I wanted to do, things like that. And I would put a percentage away every time I received money into all of the different accounts. And absolutely, it was a non-negotiable to put money aside. You must be investing in the business. You know, it might take you look, I don't think it's about in private practice, I don't think it's all about your profit. I think that what you want to be doing is reinvesting, 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 um, reinvesting in headshots, re which, speaking of which, <laughs> mine are two and a half years old now, so I, I'm absolutely going to be investing in new headshots, but um, investing in new headshots, investing in updating your skills and qualifications, updating your website, updating your email marketing platforms outsourcing, getting virtual admin, all those sorts of things, right? So you want to have that line there in your budget. And if you don't have it, make it an action step today to log on to your internet banking and create yourself a new little savings account and call it, you know, my, uh, well, you call it whatever you want. <laughs> I was just going to say my splurge account, but I've already got that in the Barefoot Investor. Um, you're going to call it my... Uh, uh, investing in my business account or whatever it is, my business investments or something like that. 
and start putting money into it just like you do for your super okay and if you're not you should be uh so there's some things that I wanted to share with you today. You know, absolutely, if you're in that wounded masculine and wounded feminine, support yourself in shifting out of those into the divine and sacred masculine and feminine. Doing so will allow you to have a clear head about what your next steps are going to be. It will help you to implement the things that are covered in the program so that you can get return on your investment. And then... Uh, what was I going to say? I forget. I've just lost it. Um, and and also, yes, by moving into that divine feminine, you'll be able to allow yourself to stop chasing down people for work and you'll be able to receive with open arms new clients to the business. I think as well we can use the levels of consciousness framework to view investing in a program and I'm just using my program as the example here because it's what I'm working with right now but you can use this for any program of course. For those of you who looked at the program and didn't invest, I want you to think about which of the levels of consciousness you're operating from and what you can do to move into the next level of consciousness. So the first level of consciousness, remember, is to me. So to me, consciousness looks like being powerless. This is how it sounds. I can't afford that. That should be free. How come people want money all the time for things? Um, I don't agree with having to pay for this. Um, it should be cheaper than that. Why is it $9.97? All right, things like that. So it's where you see yourself as powerless. Uh, the big one there, though, is I can't afford it. The next one is to me consciousness. Oh, sorry, is by me consciousness. By me consciousness is where we take responsibility for things, okay? So what that looks like is we say, hmm, $40 a week at its lowest payment plan, $40 a week over six months. How can I find that $5 a day? How many ways can I find that $5 a day? Uh, what would I need to do to be able to call in this investment? How could I support myself in taking the leap and doing this course that I know is going to help me fill my diary, right? So we move from to me consciousness into by me consciousness by asking, how can I take responsibility? The reason that we, we do that is it puts us back in control, Okay, and that's where every business owner wants to be. You want to be in control of your business at all times. So if you're into my consciousness, ask, you know, how can I find this $5 or how can I make this happen? Or if you're worried about, will I get the return on the investment? How many ways can I get the return on my investment here? How many ways can I get the return on my investment? How many ways can I X, Y, Z? All right. So that's by me. And then the next level is through me consciousness. And through me consciousness is where you've done all of that work in to me and, and by me. And now you're saying, do you know what? 
I totally get it. And I trust that I'm supported. I know that things are always working out for me. And I know that it's not possible for me to make mistakes. I know that I'm being divinely guided. I know that if I desire this in my heart, then it was meant for me. I know that source or energy or the universe or God works through me. I know that this is right where I need to be right now. I know this has crossed my path for a reason. I know source or universal energy put this course in front of me for a reason. And I'm going to allow myself to lean into the guidance of that because I know it's what's meant for me. I'm trusting that. I'm going to do what I say. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to follow my beliefs here. All right. So do you see how using those levels of consciousness support you in being able to do what feels aligned and right for you in that moment? So if you are needing support and help and guidance and you need clients, I want you to think, you know, if Doing this course, for example, is going to be the right next step for you. And I want you to do that by looking at what level of consciousness you're currently sitting in. And I want you to ask yourself, what are you making the discomfort of making that decision mean for you? What are you making that discomfort mean for you? As I said before, for me, discomfort means oh, okay, wait, I feel really nervous about this. I feel quite anxious about this, but it's a sign that I'm opening up my mind to doing something that's not familiar and I know that that's a sign that I'm growing that's my indication from source that I'm on the right track that's what I make discomfort mean to me what do you make it mean to you is there space for you to look at is that meaning helping you is that meaning expanding you or is it constricting you if it's constricting you do you want to feel expanded? Are there going to be consequences to your practice or to your uh, emotional or physical or spiritual well-being for, for remaining constricted? What Are you willing to explore what could be different for you on all of those levels if you allowed yourself to be expanded? Okay, so there are just a few different things. In saying that, not everybody who wants to enroll is accepted into the program. And here's why. Because I have a list. <laughs> I've got a list of qualities that I look for in people. For example, I want to work with people in this program that want results, that are ready to fill their diaries, that are sick to death of staring at empty diaries, that are sick to death of seeing cancellations, that are sick to death of, you know, chasing. I want to work with those people. I want to work with people who really want to help others. I want to help with people that are coachable, that are going to say, oh my gosh, I never thought of it like this. I want to work with people who implement the stuff. I want to work with people who are results focused because 
there's no point if you if you're not interested in getting results don't enroll i want to work with people who are lit up by being around other people like us that are interested in not only building their diaries but having that spiritual component to it as well I want to work with people that get excited by seeing other people's success. I want to work with people that love what they do. I want to work with people that have already um, worked with me in the past or that are already in my groups or that already listen to the podcast, people that are already in my audience. That's who I want to work with, not cold people coming in. I want to work with people who have an idea of who I am and how I work. I want to work with people who are organized, who are able to remember where they put the link for the next coaching call. I want to work with people who um, are excited and yeah, just, just lit up and all of those sorts of beautiful things. I want to work with people who want change. I want to work with people who need help fixing a mindset issue or a mindset block. I want to work with people who love to be creative And I want to work with people who understand that they have to do work too. Like this isn't a program where I'm just going to give you stuff and it's going to work. You have to go and and do it. And I want to work with people who um, love to share their results. And I want to work with people who um, are supportive of others in the group and who learn from others in the group and all this amazing stuff. This is my perfect for me client for this program and if you're not you know one of those people maybe don't apply yet (laughs) Um, but if you are definitely come along because I would absolutely love to have you now the other thing too is some people have said I'm overcommitted financially with other things right now will you be running it again the answer is yes this is going to be a rolling program so it's going to be offered every eight weeks so if you don't do it now that's fine you can come later the difference between now and later is that now it's a beta program. Now, everyone who comes along will be asked and required to provide a testimonial and some feedback for me about how it could be made even better, even more powerful, even more effective from a client experience, right? And for that reason, it's only $997 to participate. The next time it's run, though, it's going to be at the 2997, okay? You have to remember, for those of you who are wanting to build courses and programs, you always want to beta test them first so that you get some social proof for future marketing, but also so you know what the client experience was like so that if there's anything that you need to fix, you can fix it before you take it to market, in inverted commas, properly. So always you do your beta program for a minimum 50% off, minimum. I did mine for 66% off. Um, So yes, if you want to come next time, you can absolutely come next time. Just be aware though, it's three times the price. Um, So yes, and I already have people on the wait list for the next time it comes around because as I said, they're overcommitted now. It's all good. So If you have any questions about the program, of course, let me know. But my intention with this episode today was to help expand your awareness about, number one, why it's required that you invest in your business, why you need to have, if you haven't got it now, go away and do it today. Set up a a separate little account for yourself in your business bank account. 
to pay for things like this um, and to raise your awareness around the levels of consciousness so that you can see where you're at. I wanted to also raise your awareness around the meaning that you put on to, you know, feeling uncomfortable about investing in the business and whether or not that meaning is something that's serving you or it's working against you and keeping you in this space where you're at. I wanted to also um, give you an understanding, a broader and, and perhaps deeper understanding of my own experience having been there um, and continuously being there with, with investing. I know what it's like to feel that sort of, oof, can I afford it? Uh, so I wanted to share my experience of that with you as well and how I overcome that and how I continue to overcome that for myself in the hope that this lands or resonates for one of you. Okay. So anyway, I hope this was super, super helpful. If you're someone who does struggle with investing in his or her or their business, um, please download this episode and keep it somewhere nice and safe for you because you are required to invest in your business as a business owner. There are a few things that are non-negotiable when it comes to private practice. One of those is you must sell. You have to sell. If you don't sell, you're not in business. So saying I'm not going to sell anything because it's icky and it's this and it's that, you're, you're just not going to have a private practice. You are selling every single day. Every time you book a client in, that's a sale. Every time you get an inquiry, that's a sales call because you're booking them in. You are selling. Face it, you're selling. Um, and the other thing is, sorry if that was a bit brutal, but you are selling. I, I see people say, oh, I don't want to sell, I don't want to sell. You won't have a business if you don't. So that's a non-negotiable selling every day in your practice. The other thing that's a, a non-negotiable is investing in your practice. Uh, you have to do that. If you don't invest in your business, you will stay right where you are. And imagine if it's 12 months down the track and you're still right where you are today. Okay, probably not fantastic. Yeah, There's, there wouldn't have been any growth. So they're two non-negotiables when it comes to business that you must start to get comfortable with. And if you need help getting comfortable with that, reach out. You know, I always put my contact details in the show notes. Today, I will also include uh, the link to more information about the course. So the course is called Clients on Demand. And, um, you know, just want to give you as the name says. <laughs> course is called clients on demand and at the moment it's 997 it will be run again in eight weeks time for 2997 australian dollars so yeah if you need any help let me know reach out otherwise have a gorgeous weekend i will look forward to seeing everybody next week and yeah Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, Head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.